Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Monday, November 15, 2021. Okay, so what do we have going on today? Markets were down just a little bit uh, as we enter what is historically been the three best months of the year for the stock market, those being the months of November, December, and January. I think if I remember, the average annualized for those three months is a 12.3% return or right around there, which is about 1.3% higher than the overall uh, market. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Uh, what you may be hearing about uh, you might be hearing uh, about the markets going down while treasury yields are going up or bond yields are going up. What, what does that mean? Well, I'll, I'll give you a very detailed um, explanation on another lesson. I'll, I'll take a, probably a good part of a lesson on it, but here, here's in a nutshell how it works. There's basically three places to put your liquid money. Liquid means cash or easily convertible to cash. In other words, not, not real estate. Uh, that would be stocks, which are ownership of a company bonds, which are loans to government or corporations, or you can put it in cash. Cash can be checking accounts, what are known as money market accounts, and so forth. So what happens uh, when investors think that there may be some uncertainty and also when they begin to have some concerns about inflation, what investors will sometimes do is sell both stocks and bonds, and what they do is move their money into cash. Now, they also at times will move their money into gold, uh, to, you know, possibly to even cryptocurrencies, other things. But what happens as investors begin selling bonds, it begins pushing the prices down, supply and demand, and it begins to um, push what's known as the effective interest rate yield up. I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, if you have a bond selling for $1,000, and that's what a lot of bonds are actually at, $1,000, uh, and I'll just make a number up. Say it pays $50 a year interest, 5%. Well, what, what that would be would be a yield then of 5%. Well, let's say due to supply and demand, the bond, um, a lot of people sell it and drive the price down to $950. Well, it's still paying that same $50 interest. So uh, 50 divided by 950, the yield's now 5.3%, 5.26. So that, that's what we mean by all of this. So uh, again, I'll give a much more detailed explanation another day. All right, so we got that. Uh, we're going to continue today talking about the uh, S&P 500, talk about that a little bit more. Uh, Green Bay Packers are offering some ownership uh, shares to the general public. So if you're interested in owning a piece of the Packers, although it's not a traditional stock like you know we usually think of. All right, so we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Let's see. Uh, had some positive news today uh, from another electric car company. And so Lucid, um, they announced they're going into production in 2022. So their stock is up uh, in the regular market and what's known as the after hours market. Uh, let's see, on the other side, Splunk, they're a software company. Uh, they are having a down day today, so we'll talk about that. Uh, but to start things out today, uh, let's see, well, the big $1 trillion infrastructure package uh, was officially passed today. Now, 
the idea behind this, you know, we're going to rebuild our roads, waterways, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, and uh, the theory being is that it'll provide lots of jobs for everybody, which, which it will. It, it, there'll be a lot of people getting jobs working on this. And that the trillion dollars will come back through the form of higher income taxes. So that, that's the theory behind that. Um, the Congressional Budget Office, which is a nonpartisan group, uh, cbo.gov, uh, they actually have indicated that most their calculations show a good part of the infrastructure package will be paid for by increased income tax revenue, but not all of it. I think they estimated about a quarter of it would not. So that money would have to come from other places. Uh, but the idea, it's not just income taxes, it's increased efficiency, just, if nothing else, make it easier for trucks and rail railroad freight tray trains to move around. So anyway, so we'll see what's going on with that, but that did pass today. All right, so let's talk about the S&P 500. Uh, I mentioned it is a, another measure of the stock market made up of the 500 largest publicly traded uh, United States companies, and they are among the biggest, uh, some of them are the biggest in the world, actually. Uh, even though it's only 500 stocks, uh, out of the 6,100 a trade on the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ, um, these 500 companies are so big, they represent 70% of the value of the U.S. stock market. All right, so a couple of things on this. I mentioned the other day, this is a, um, this is a uh, weighted index. It's weighted by market capitalization, which I mentioned is the total number of shares of stock a company has outstanding times its current share price. All right, Standard & Poor's as a company makes a loud criticism of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, that it's only 30 companies. Well, what a lot of people don't realize, even though there's 500 companies in the S&P 500, 10 of these companies actually represent 28% of the entire value. It's because their stock market value is so big. So this one is also weighted towards a smaller number of companies, not as much as the Dow Jones Industrial Average. But anyway, uh, here they are, just if you're interested, uh, as far as their weighting and uh, effect on the average. Uh, let's see. Apple is number one. It, it is worth 6.2% of the S&P 500. Microsoft comes in at number two at 5.9%. Uh, Amazon, 3.9%. Facebook, 2.4%. Alphabet, which is better known to the public as Google, uh, their Class A stock is 2.3%. Their Class C stock is 2.2%. I mentioned the other day the S&P 500 actually has about 507 stocks, but 500 companies, because some companies like uh, Alphabet or Google have more than one class of stock in it. Number seven is Tesla at 1.5%. NVIDIA comes in also at 1.5%. Berkshire Hathaway Class B, uh, they come in at 1.4%. And JP Morgan Chase comes in at 1.3%. So anyway, a little bit on that. Now, another day I'm going to talk about a trading strategy that has worked for decades and decades and decades. It is investing in the entire S&P 500, owning all 500 uh 500 companies, uh, which would obviously be on the, the capability financially of most. Uh, but what, what investors can do for relatively small amounts of money, they can buy into a mutual fund where their money's pooled together with others, and it simply buys those 500 stocks and holds them. That's called an S&P 500 index mutual fund. We also have exchange-traded trusts out there that do that. Uh, but I will cover that in more detail relatively soon because 
it, it is an investing method that's been shown to work. It's simple, easy, uh, and almost anybody can invest in it. There are some mutual funds with very low minimum investments. So, but we'll talk about that another day. All right. So, what, what else we got going on here today? Okay. So, let's see here. Uh, Lucid. All right. Lucid is an electric car company, L-U-C-I-D. Uh, their stock trading symbol is, actually, I have to look that one up. I believe it's something close to the name of company, uh, Lucid, but let's see here. I'm just going to Yahoo Finance. We're also going to talk about what's coming up for this week. Uh, L-C-I-D, there it is. So just take the U out. So Larry, Charlie, Ida, David. Uh, anyway, uh, there were some rumors during the market trading hours today that they are going to begin actual production of their electric cars. And so the stock was up 2.16%. And then they announced after the market closed that they are actually going to be doing that, hoping to deliver 20,000 vehicles, although they said that might be optimistic. But anyway, in the after hours market, stock is up 2.96%. So between the two here, we got about 5% increase on the day for Lucid. All right, so we got that going on. On. Uh, on the other side, Splunk. Uh, they're a uh, software company out of San Francisco, uh, at least that area. Uh, symbol SPLK, Sam, Paul, Larry King. Um, if I remember, they have something to do with uh, data analytics software. They also have something to do with cybersecurity. Anyway, uh, their chief executive officer suddenly resigned today out of nowhere. Um, and that stock is down 18%. Uh, see, when CEOs of these big companies leave, they're usually well orchestrated. You know, they have a successor in place. And, you know, it's a, it's a very organized process. So when a CEO suddenly resigns, investors worry, does this mean the financial number is going to be restated? Is there potential accounting fraud? Not saying there is. But investors remember Enron many years ago. So... Uh, in other companies. So anyway, so we'll have to see what's going on here. But that stock is down 18%. You know, what is going on this week? All right. So what the market's focusing on this week are earnings from retailers. They're looking at the big retailers. And we got some big ones about the report. Uh, we have Target and, and Walmart about the report. Uh, Target reports tomorrow, Tuesday. Investors are going to want to see what their uh, sales and profit numbers look like, but more importantly, what their um, executives are saying the outlook is looking like for the holiday season. So we have um, Target tomorrow and Walmart on Wednesday. Walmart is actually the world's largest corporation. Uh, we measure by sales, usually in finance. We also have Home Depot and Lowe's reporting. Uh, Lowe's is tomorrow, Home Depot on Wednesday. Market's going to take a good look at that because when you look at Lowe's and Home Depot's numbers, you can get a pretty good idea of a lot of other numbers in other industries, building supply, real estate in general, just home improvement, just lots of stuff, lumber prices. There's just lots that can be interpreted. So we'll, we'll take a look at those earnings uh, on an upcoming session once they are out. So we got that. Uh, we also have some economic reports out this week, as we do every week. Now, if you're ever interested in seeing an economic calendar, you can just Google a market watch economic calendar, market watch economic calendar, uh, and, and it comes up. Uh, let's see. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, we have retail sales coming out. 
Uh, capacity utilization, what percentage of a factory's full capacity is being utilized, and business inventories. So markets will look at that. As theory, theory is, as inventories start going up, businesses order less. Uh, on Wednesday, we got housing starts, building permits. Market doesn't pay as much attention to that as it once did. It's revised so often. Uh, let's see. On uh, Thursday, we have the index of leading economic indicators. So that's the main reports I see coming out this week. They're imp somewhat important, but you know, not earth-shattering again because they're revised so much. I would say on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the absolute most important, they're probably about a six or seven. So anyway, we got that. Okay, Green Bay Packers. Uh, that is the only publicly traded, excuse me, publicly owned company in the NFL. It is not publicly traded. Uh, anyway, they announced starting tomorrow, Tuesday through February. They're going to be selling more shares. So I guess if you want a bragging rights, you own a share of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're going to sell 300,000 more shares of stock at uh, $300 a piece, looking to raise $90 million to fund improvements at Lambeau Field. This, however, is not like a traditional stock. You don't get a cut of the profits. Uh, company, uh, excuse me, the, the team is very clear. I guess it is a company that uh, there is no financial return with this. Uh, you don't, as an owner, get to request that you get to yell at Aaron Rodgers or whatever you want to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, but I guess there's some bragging rights to say you own part of the Green Bay Packers. So uh, that goes on sale, uh, like I said, tomorrow. And they said they will be continuing to sell them uh, possibly up through February. Depends how long. This is the sixth time that shares have been sold. I, I, I'd have to look up. Uh, oh, here it is. I was going to look how many shares are currently out there. It's 5,009,000 held by 361,300 stockholders. Uh, says here, you have to live in the United States, Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, or Guam, and you're not able to buy more than 200 shares. So, uh, okay. So anyway, all right, so we got that. If you want to know part of the Green Bay Packers, Reese has announced a peanut butter cup that's as big as a pie. Apparently, it's nine inches across, costs $45. So that is out there for uh, Thanksgiving. If anybody is interested in that, uh, and let's see what else we got going on today. Okay, so that seems to be uh, the main thing today. Again, uh, we are, you know, going into a somewhat eventful week, but not as eventful as many. So uh, markets may begin to quiet down some uh, as we move in now to the following week, Thanksgiving week. Traditionally, the Friday day after Thanksgiving is the slowest trading day of the year for the stock market. Markets are actually closed on Thanksgiving. And a final thing before we wrap it up today, you know, sometimes people ask, well, why is it even bothered to be opened? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, Thanksgiving is a U.S.-only holiday, and so we don't want to have a situation where the markets are closed for four consecutive days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we could have major news around the world. So that's why the market's open on Friday, but traditionally the slowest trading day of the year. Okay, so I hope this stuff is helping. Again, Bill Thompson, T-Bell, and I'll talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.